just a morning message for you guys and today my message in a nutshell is just to reach for joy. I am so encouraged this week that regardless to what's been happening, regardless to what's going to happen and regardless to what's not happening, I am making a conscious choice to reach for joy and I want you guys to all do the same. Um, if you don't know, I create a product called Pick Me Up Sticks and those sticks are laced with affirmations and positive statements and things to help you throughout your day, all day, every day, any second of the day. And one of my favorite comments on those sticks is hustle for joy. And it was really something that I had to start to make a conscious decision in my life because I recognize that sometimes we're <laughs> hustling to be right. We're hustling to be seen, we're hustling to be heard, we're hustling to understand, you know? And we're just skipping the amazing feeling of reaching for joy. Now, don't get me wrong, when you reach for joy, it doesn't mean that everything's gonna go how you expect it to go. It doesn't mean that everything's gonna map out how you think it's gonna map out. But the truth of the matter is, the fact that you continue to reach for joy, hustle for joy, that happiness, that joy, that spirit that you like start to embody, that allows everything around you to have the same energy. We've got to understand when we wake up each morning and we know we've got a difficult day ahead. And that could be because we're going into a challenging meeting. We've got to have a challenging conversation. We've got to, you know, we're having, we're currently having an experience that's challenging us. We wake up and we might think, right, I need to handle this. And by me handling this, I need to be strong or I need to be heard or I need to be seen. And what we've got to understand is when we put out that kind of energy, that energy is being bounced all around us. Life is a mirror. And when we get that, we become very conscious of what we're projecting and therefore what is being reflected back to us. So it will look like people saying the things that we don't want to hear. It will look like people who are not listening. It will look like people who feel um, as if we feel as if they can't understand us. And ultimately, we need to check what our actual intention is. Because our intention, which we may not be saying out of our mouths, but the energy field that we're putting out, that is what will be bouncing back to us. And so the minute that we get that, we start to play the game. And if you've ever heard me speak, I'm always saying life is a game, life is a game, life is a game. And you just got to figure out how you're choosing to play. And so I choose to play that, okay, cool. If I'm putting something out and that's coming back to me, what am I putting out? What am I putting out? 
And so then what I decide to do is be like, okay, cool. I'm putting out that I want to be seen. I want to be heard that nobody understands me. Nobody gets me. Nobody sees me. Nobody can hear me. And so the work is never about anybody else. The work is about me. And if that's what I've been putting out, then how do I change that? I start to think differently. I change that language and not just with my tongue, right? But with my thoughts and my behaviors and my actions. And I do that by saying, I am heard. And you see, when you recognize that you're heard, that you're valuable, that you're worthy, when you really actually embody these things, you walk into rooms and believe me, you are heard. You are seen, you are valued. You're no longer looking to be validated. You're no longer looking for people to say, oh, I see you because you see you. You're no longer looking for people to say, I understand you because you understand you. You're no longer looking for people to say, oh, okay, I've got your back because you know what? You recognize that everything and everyone around you has your back and the game is beautiful. You actually start to see joy in everyone and everything, even in the most difficult things. You actually start to have gratitude. And this is one place that I invite you guys to start if you haven't already. And as much as people might call me, oh, an inspiration or a motivational speaker or whatever, whatever titles they put on me, great, I appreciate it. But guess what, guys? I just call myself real. And one thing about being real is that motivational speakers or inspirational speakers, they encourage you to sit down every day and write down a gratitude list, write down all the things that you're grateful for. And you listen and you watch things like The Secret or you go into different rooms and you think, oh, I've got to have gratitude. So you sit there and you write this list and that's all you do. You write a list. That's not you having gratitude. I want you to embody gratitude. So when you embody it, not only are you able to write down what you're grateful for, but it comes from being, I'm grateful for my house, my car, my family, my friends. Do you know what? I'm grateful for the lessons that are helping me grow. I'm grateful for the people that are teaching me more and more about myself. I'm grateful that life is making me uncomfortable so that I'm able to get comfortable in new territory. I'm grateful for the opportunities that are presenting themselves to me. I'm grateful for life itself, for the breath that I get to breathe every single day, to breathe into new ideas, breathe into new visions. You see the depth of your gratitude is different because it's no longer about a list. It's about what you're walking. It's about what you're experiencing. It's about what you're allowing yourself to be open to. But this comes from when you really decide to reach for joy. And I heard something this morning and I have to share it because it said, when there's a promise, you can also kind of guarantee that trouble's gonna come along. And when I heard it, I was like, that's for me. That's for me today. That's for me. Because there's certain things that have been promised to us. And just in case you didn't know, abundance is your birthright. Feeling good is your birthright. Joy is your birthright. These are things that are promised to you. And sometimes because they're promised to you, there's trouble along the way of getting there. There's trouble that if you're not paying attention will knock you off the path. 
And I just want to remind you that whatever season you're in, whatever that trouble looks like, whether it looks like a person, whether it looks like a thought, whether it looks like something you're currently experiencing, these things are real. They're real. Right now, the battles that I personally am facing and just wanting to put my granddad to rest, the people, the circumstances, the situations involved in this, it is a battle. And at 2.30 this morning, God just delivered a word to me, real talk. So I want to talk about in the terms of where there's a trouble when you're reaching for the joy, because there's going to be trouble, right? You might be waking up out of your sleep because things are troubling your spirit. You might be seeing people having conversations and getting signs, but you might be missing them because you're focused on the trouble and not the promise. In the midst of everything that I'm personally experiencing right now, I know the promise. And one of the promises that God has for me is everything's always working out for me. So I am never confused by the difficulties along the way. I'm able to hold myself in a place of peace because there's a promise at the end. And so whatever happens in the middle, it can't really phase me, but guess what? I'm human. So sometimes my feelings, my feelings control me. And when I don't feel good, I, I allow that to dictate my actions. But when you get into the realm of understanding that your feelings are dictating your action, but actually you're controlling them. So you start to control and understand and build a relationship with the way that you feel. Now you can change the action. Whereas we're doing the opposite sometimes. We're letting the feeling dictate the action. We're not stopping in the midst, right? To ask the quality questions that need to be asked. So at 2.30 this morning, when my spirit woke me up, I laid there and I asked myself some quality questions. And I'm not kidding you. As I was lying there, just in darkness, and if you know me, I don't really sleep in darkness. Mm -mm. I see and feel too much, so I like a light to be on. Um, but I was in darkness, and it was hot last night. Oh, my gosh, it was hot. And I was just thinking, and I was just sitting with myself, and I was just, you know, just letting myself be, just listening to all the thoughts that were unraveling in my mind. And I went to message a friend, and I was like, yo, when your spirits got you up at this time, and when I looked, it was 3.03, and then I looked up what that number meant. And then I did something else and another number revealed itself to me and another number, it was like everywhere I turned, there was numbers. And so I started just looking up the meaning of the numbers and I promise y'all in the midst of that, I got exactly what I need to do today. I got the exact steps I need to take today. There is messages everywhere if you're willing to look. You see, because I'm focused on reaching for my joy, I'm finding joy. Last night, as I was up at that time and tears were streaming down my face. Tears were streaming down my face and I was crying. I was like, thank you. I was so grateful. I was so grateful because there was a time and a place where I wouldn't have given myself that peace. I wouldn't have let myself have those feelings surface. I wouldn't have let myself sit in those feelings. I wouldn't have taken out my pen and paper and wrote, written out, um, sorry, wrote out like how I felt. I wouldn't have done that. And that's why I say busy is one of the craziest or the greatest distractions of all time. You think that you've been called here to work and sleep and serve your family, 
And I'm telling you, you've been called for greater, but the only way that you're gonna find that greater is if you sit with you, is if you listen to you, is if you tap into those feelings and go past the surface of them, but reach into the depths of them. Because in there is your joy, in there is the answers, in there is the peace. And I want us to get more familiar with taking those moments when things don't feel good or things feel great or things just feel sometimes, you get, do you ever feel that numbness? Like you just don't really feel anything. Whatever it is, sit. Whatever it is, question it. Whatever it is, ask it. And let it come to you. Sometimes we feel like we always need answers. And we do, right? But so we can get these answers from within. We can get these answers from holding ourselves accountable to wanting to feel, to wanting to reach for joy, to wanting to touch that gold that's within us. And what's funny is when I get to this place where it's like I'm at peace, right? And things are happening. I'm just at peace whether things are good or bad. I'm just at peace, right? And then I'm experiencing these amazing, if you missed my room yesterday, it was amazing. It was, a. I do a room on a Wednesday night and yesterday I was just in a random space. So I was like, okay, I'm just passing through. I don't really have much to say, but I had a visitor here, a guest who is my children's father. And he just came into this room and he just spoke. It was so healing that my mom and my dad were in there and they're in here this morning, grand rising. And they came and they spoke. And the healing that I got the healing that I got just from willing to be open, just from willing to be present, just from willing to let it be. This was my peace. And through that, through having that peace, through allowing myself to experience that peace, it gives, brings me to power, like real power, internal power the power to be able to navigate through whatever it is I'm facing, the power to be able to find gratitude in the craziest moments, the power to be able to uplift others when I am feeling low because I'm still willing to sit with myself, the power to be able to understand, hear, listen, feel, connect with other people and things, even when they're not saying anything, and the power to make sense of it all. Because you know what? A lot of you are connecting and feeling and tapping into things way deeper than you would ever like to imagine possible. But you're not giving yourself that space to understand it. You're not giving yourself that space to make sense of it. So I'm just coming through to just remind y'all that when we're reaching for joy, there's going to be turmoil. There's going to be trouble, but let me tell you, nothing beats that feeling of recognizing that joy is an internal job, that joy lays down on the inside of you, that joy is something that is a promise to you. So how are you going to reach for joy today? And when I'm in that season between the peace that I'm feeling and the turmoil that I'm feeling, I love to call it I'm undone. And I always try to share with you guys something of my own, like, you know, like my own process, my own thing of what I've got going on. CT, you put your hand up to come to the stage. I did allow you to come up, but now I can't find you again. Um, if anyone wants to come up, you're more than welcome to. Um, and I wrote something. So if you don't know, I'm currently writing a couple books. There's a spoiler for y'all. So by the end of this year, December, 
I've already released four mini books, but by the end of this year, I'm actually releasing two proper hard copy books by the grace of God. And I put myself under some pressure this year. I can't lie. It was great when I sat down last year and I was like, right, I'm going to do a, um, a subscription box. And with that subscription box, you're going to get a pack of sticks and a book. And it was great. Oh, and a course. So that was where the level up was created. But when I actually had to sit down each month and write a book, it was like, oh my gosh, pressure. But they're beautiful and they're amazing. And I'm grateful that I committed to the process um, and that many of you have access to those books that can help you every single day of your life. But when I released them, I've realized I was only coaching 20 people at the time and I would be doing myself a misjustice if I just let 20 people have access to them and access to some of the stuff that we created. And I've got a funny way of, I do something and I'm like, yeah, it was great, that's it, it's done. You will never see that material again, never hear of it, let it go, whoop, that's it. But I've got better at recognizing value. I've got better at recognizing how much more people can benefit from what you're doing. When Junior spoke yesterday, he said something. He said, I'm recording everything. I don't know where you are at this point in your life. I don't know what you're working on. I don't know what you're pushing through. I don't know what you're pressing through. I don't know what you want to create, but let me just give you our heads up. Document everything, everything. Last year, I did a project called Her Story. And we were looking back at history, but we were looking at females in history. And the reason why I called it her story is because what I recognized about history is a lot of the time it's other people telling those people's stories. And I want us to be powerful about telling our own stories because we can assume what Martin Luther King thought. We can assume what Queen Elizabeth thought. We can assume, but we don't know what they experienced. Right now, the most powerful people that we are greatly inspired by, what are we really inspired by? Their story. What are we really inspired by? Their truth. What are we really inspired by? The things that they press and push through. So who's going to tell your story better than you? So document everything. If you're building a brand, document it. If you're a speaker, document it. If you're writing, document it. I know Dawn's in the room. She's just released her, her, um, her cards. Document the process. When we start documenting the process and we start telling our own stories, yo, we start taking the block back. People have been telling our history and our stories for way too long. And it's so funny because when I speak, I speak on so many levels. And if you catch it, just catch it. <laughs> but my mum's come to the stage, grand rising, Miss Tina. What have you got to say to us this morning? Wow, you touched my heart in so many ways. So one of the things was um, the, you're speaking about the trials that we have in terms of um, laying my father to rest, your grandfather. And one of the things that I've come to a realization about is moving to new territories. So I'm, finding, my, I'm finding myself in a space that I, I don't know myself in. Everything that um, I thought contributed to making me who I am, I'm learning that there's a whole new me that I don't even know. And um, the way I would normally process, I've been asked to process differently. I've been asked to show up undone. I've been asked to just totally strip away at every 
aspect of what I thought was me at my core. And I'm finding a whole brand new me that I'm in awe of. Do you see that word core? And awe. <laughs> There's something inside of me that I'm in awe of. And most of my life, I've been looking outside of myself for that thing that's right within me. Come on, speak about it. In this territory, in this new space of realisation, first thing that happens is doubt. Yes. Like, I start to question. Am I looking weak? Am I looking like I don't care? Am I being an example to my children, my legs? Am I standing up how I'm supposed to? And one of the things is that with my father dying, my mum died before him. So, you know, on that day when I, when I was told he was dead, I was like, I'm an orphan. And, you know, my children looked at me like they ain't seen me like that. But it was me now being at the forefront. And it reminds me of scripture because Moses was told to follow the wise man unquestionably. And Moses said, yeah, I promise I'll do that. You know, sometimes we make a promise. And like you said, Tanya, there's a cost to that promise. There's a consequence. And I know when we was in the Caribbean, my dad spoke to Tanya and I together. And he said, Tanya, when I'm no longer here, I need you to take care of this. And that reality, that promise, that word that he placed in her, that responsibility, that's what's got her now, you know, that's what's got her now. <laughs> got her now. Showing up. Real. <laughs> the obstacles that comes with that promise. And like you said, abundance is our birthright, you know? And our parents came and they had to work hard. They had to work hard. Some of them are so ill. Yeah, but they work to give us stuff. Yeah, they work so that we didn't have to work as hard. And I know some of us say, you know what, I'm not even interested in what my dad what got for me. I'm not even interested in what my mother's got for me. Some of our siblings say that when our parents are no longer here. But they, they, all of their work, all of their, like, their, their abundance, what they've got, they've put their blood, sweat and tears, yeah? Dad said, Tanya, you know, I'm trusting you with this. Obstacles that come, you know, there's, there's stuff that comes with that promise. But I'm telling you that there's something so deep within you, Tanya. There's something so deep within all of us who's listening. There's some things that's been put in us that we dive in. We got to dive in. It's like when he was listening to Tali the other day. She said, "Your anchor's got to be firmly grounded in something that is so beyond you." Yeah, and you're gonna, Tanya. The promise is there. The trials is a part of it, and you know whether it's images, whether it's numbers, whether it's words, letters. You know, like we could have alphabet letters, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. But you know what makes them words? You could have like word after word after word, but it's the space in between each word that makes you recognize the word. The space makes you recognize the ability of something. 
So when it comes to notes, you could have music notes. But what makes music is the space. So we've been put into a space. We've been put into a new territory. We've moved houses. We've moved our mindset. We've moved our jobs. We've moved our friends, our focus. We've moved everything. We've been put into a new territory, even been locked down. We've been put into a new territory so that we can recognize what's at our core. So we can be in awe of the God that is within each and every single one of us. Could I just say the reason why I'm crying, just to refresh the room, I was just saying reach for joy and when we're reaching for joy, trouble comes. But it's a, we've got a promise and we've got to go through the darkness to get to the light. I just need to tell you all how God works. So I haven't spoken to my mum this morning and I told you guys that I was up at 2.30 and I got so clear. It was just so clear on what I have to do. And a part of that clearing was there was a promise that I made to my grandfather. And actually, it wasn't even like a promise that I made. It was who he knew me to be. So he spoke into who I am and he said, I'm trusting you to handle certain things. And now that things are mapping out a certain way, it feels heavy. I'm not gonna lie, it feels heavy. And I've been battling with myself. And then I remembered yesterday who I am. There ain't no battle, I fight. And furthermore, I get what is mine, period. And that means that when I go into the battle lane, my company is called Raw. When you spell it backwards, it means war. I am not afraid to go to war. And if it's war you want, it's war you're gonna get period. And that is the energy that I bring to the table when it comes to crunch time. And that's with myself. That's with anything that I'm going for. I'm not scared to fight. So in the midst of me getting that message yesterday, right? <clears throat> all I heard was, you've got this. So then the path came. And then it's funny because mum talks about it today because the real struggle was a part of my little stupid little voice wanted to be like, but why you, you know? And then another part was because you're the one that's gonna make it happen. So do it, it's simple. And it's funny because then mum comes up and speaks about it. But when I was talking about the books that I'm writing <clears throat> and I wanted to share something with you guys, the chapter, the beginning bit is called Undone. Just listen to it in terms of what mum just said. And I just need you guys, again, I keep saying this all week, when it's from God, it comes with confirmation. You will hear the same message again and again and again. We've just got to be willing to listen. Here's what I wrote. I'm starting here because after a full year, a full season, a full testimony of obedience, I am healed. But my God, I am undone. Undone, not tied or fastened, not done or finished, but simply undone. I've just looked that up in a dictionary and I'm sitting here typing like, oh wow. I truly didn't know what that word meant, but I know how it feels. This is so valid, so poignant in the journey going through this chapter of life with me. I'm operating from my feels, literally. I'm typing from the part of me inside of me that's saying this is the moment to write, his moment to release, this is the moment to share, this is the moment to be honest, vulnerable and powerful, this is it, right here, right now, so I'm being obedient, that's a major testimony number two, obedience, so yes, we're going to unravel and tap into this book my way, 
I will write things in capital letters that I want you to see and that I want you to hear. I will repeat things that I want you to feel and I will type as if I'm speaking so you can feel me. You can vibe with me. You can connect with me. Honestly, openly and transparently. I'm writing this from a season in my life where I'm choosing to be hot. Thanks, Todd. So first things first, as I've skimmed over the above, one thing that you will quickly understand about me and the way I believe God shows up and out for me is through my feelings. And no, I'm not talking about being over emotional and breaking down all the time. Although hell yeah, I do do that sometimes. What I'm actually talking about is them gut feelings, them guiding feelings, them feelings that don't leave you alone. I'm in the season of operating from that place. Now, the whole reason that I'm even writing and releasing this is because of step two, obedience, listening to those feelings and following through. So yes, as you can see, we're wasting no time and I've probably began to rattle some of you. And if I haven't yet, then let's go. How often do you move from your gut, your intuition, your Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit within you? How often do you allow that to come through and be that guidance that you tap into and move? How often are you obedient? So let me be the first to call myself out. I thought that obedience, nah, that's not my portion. I would be the first to say that I, Tanya, Charlene Crystal, like to do things my way. And sometimes that could have been all over the place, but honey, I will get it done, okay? But let me tell you, my family would scream, especially my mum and my dad, hey daddy, and it's so funny because they're in the room, they would say I do not listen, haha, <laughs> the irony, but let me also be the first to call myself higher, I always listen, now I may not always hear you, but I always feel you, and that's where I listen from, that's where I operate from, that's where I get my information from, and that's where I or what I choose to respond to. Few child, I hope I haven't lost you. So I'm here, writing from my raw truth, from the parts of me that have been seriously healed today, like literally today, the 28th of the 3rd, 2021, but also from the parts of me that have been broken, the parts that have been dark, and the parts that have seriously anchored me, yet pulled me apart. I'm here with my phone, typing from the words of my heart, I'm undone. I am complete, yet I'm so open. I'm together with clarity and direction, yet I'm still navigating. I'm here showing up to the call of my life and I'm here dancing. So let's move. Even though it feels like I'm undone, I am moving, yet I am waiting. All in all, I am fully embracing what God has done, what he continues to do and what he is now asking me to do so he can move through me. I am simply undone so he can use me. Tell me that doesn't just sum up what God came, to, what mum came to the stage to say. I don't know what you're all going through. I don't know what season you're in, but being undone is so beautiful. I'm not lacking direction. I'm not questioning who's in the midst of this. I'm not here to feel like, oh, I'm so perfect and I've got my shit together now, boo. I'm here showing y'all that I am undone but I'm pressing and I'm pushing and I'm serving and I'm giving and I'm learning and I'm being and I'm accepting and I'm flowing and I'm all of that magic in once. And so are you. And I just hope you give yourself permission to keep reaching for your joy and recognizing that's a part of that, you will be undone. 
that in the pain, there is purpose. And you got to hold yourself accountable to calling yourself higher as much as you call yourself out. Sometimes we call ourselves out, but we don't call ourselves higher. Or sometimes we keep wanting to call ourselves higher, but we're not calling the shit out. Call it out. And that's really all I have to say. And the irony of everything is the stick I picked today <laughs> was life fully supports me. And when you read that page in the book, it goes on to talking about just asking quality questions and recognizing that when we ask quality questions, the universe always gives us quality answers. So as you're navigating through your day, maybe be mindful of the questions that you're asking instead of why me? Maybe what has this to teach me? Instead of I can't do this, maybe how can I do this? Instead of I'm stuck, maybe how can I be more open? Shift your questions and shift your life. That's me. I'm out. I've got to go because I've got coaching soon. Um, anybody have anything to say? But honestly, thank you all so much for being here. If you're loving these morning conversations, please share the link with people. I'm here on a Tuesday and Thursday morning, being real, honest, open and transparent. Tuesday and Thursdays at 7.30 in the morning and Wednesday evenings at 6 p.m. We have got a treat next week, Wednesday at 6 p.m. A conversation took place last night that has inspired me greatly and it's allowed me to start moving in a different direction. So next week you have a treat. If you're single, make sure you're in the room. If you're in a married relationship, make sure you're in the room. If you've got a partner, make sure you're in the room. If there's questions that you wanna ask males, make sure you are in the room. And I think just to be able to hear women and men speak together is incredible. So don't miss it. That will be next week, Wednesday. And you're welcome to say anything, any final words, mum. And thank you, thank you, thank you for just being who you are. Thank you for being truly open, honest and vulnerable in this season. You continue to teach me more than you know. Um, I, I say to everybody, I'm so grateful that I have the parents that I have, that I have the family that I have, that they have the partners that they have, that we have the support that we have because oh, I'm just grateful. I'm so, 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 so grateful. Um, so for all of you who continue to support me, I'm super grateful and honestly, I pray that I can continue to support you all just by being myself. You know, I was gonna, I just wanted to say thank you so much. Honestly, like I just, when you spoke, I just heard where I've been and I just heard, wow, I'm in a new territory. And sometimes being in new territory, you gotta get a new relationship with yourself. And grace, amazing grace is such an amazing thing. So sometimes just like you said, in that space, in that space of grace, just fast in it, just time to spend time in it. And yeah, start to get to know yourself in a different space. Don't miss the magic, guys. Seriously, there's magic all around you. Don't miss it. Oh, daddy's coming to the stage. Grand rising, daddy. Good rising. Uh, good morning. Good morning, Tina. Good morning to everybody in the room. I would just like to say that um, you're an inspirational child. You're an inspirational person. Um, this morning, Chester, your mum rings me. Claudine, I mean, <clears throat> Tanya's doing a um, clubhouse. 
join and I'm in work and I'm running about and I just put it on my list and you do nothing more than inspire me. You, I'm in awe of my daughter. I love my daughters, I love my children. Um, and I'm just amazed, amazed at the inspiration that you give people in the morning. You get up, you give them that get up and go. And I would say keep on doing what you're doing because you're absolutely a angel from sent from above. Well, come from me. <laughs> Thank you, Dad. I can't deal. You guys have got me crying on Clubhouse in the morning. morning, I understand your grieving because of your loss. Um, and in doing what Charlie is doing, in doing, in expressing yourself uh, the way that you're expressing yourself, hopefully you won't grieve for long. This is, you know, this is your chapter now. Your parents have given you the platform to take your chapter. And this is your life that you create and go on. They've given you that space now. And you've given your um, children more than enough ammunition. You've given them the you've given them the gun, um, and they've got the bullets. They keep on loading up and firing them, and you just keep on doing your things for people. Uh, that's all I've got to say this morning. Honestly, honestly, for everybody in the room, I just pray y'all can see an inch of how blessed I am. I am so blessed to have the parents that I have. Um, people look at me and think I'm open, I'm raw, I'm honest. It's because of them. And they've always created a space for me to be. And sometimes hmm, I'd be a mess, <laughs> a lot of the time, but they don't judge me. They let me learn, they let me figure it out. They guide me. And just as parents, sometimes we live in our own stuff too much and we don't allow our children to be, you know, but there's a difference in parenting from a space of guidance and a difference in parenting from a space of wanting them to be what we want them to be. They've allowed me to be who I am and they continue to support who I am and I'll continue to support who they are. And yesterday, it just taught me that everything comes full circle. All of the seeds that they've scattered, I've picked them up and I fuck, oh, it's a bit early. And I'll make, um, <laughs> I'll make, I'll make flowers from the mud, like real talk. But at the same time, you're also sent here to bless back your parents. You're sent here to teach them some things. I've been bold and courageous to do some things that my parents would never do. But you know what? They're learning from me as much as I'm learning from them. I'm learning from my kids as much as I'm teaching them. And so we all dance. Dancing is my favorite thing to do. So yeah, I'll continue to dance throughout this day. Honestly, to my mother and my father, I absolutely king and queen salute you. And real talk, I'm super blessed to have you both. And just thank you. Thank you for every seed that you continue to plant and all the water you pour on me. I appreciate you. And as you all go through your days, everybody in this room, don't forget to miss, don't, sorry, miss the magic. Have a great day, guys. Be great. Energy electric, I step in the ring. In energy, you can't do